The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. It is time to pray. We have in America lived believing that our good days would last forever. There are those who are retiring and they're ready to go cruising. They're ready to travel and this pandemic has caused them to have to pull back their plans 
You planned to travel to Europe. You planned Tuscany. You planned to have a good time in your retirement. And that has been shut down with masks and mandates. May I be very frank with you. This world is coming to an end as we know it. Great trial and tribulation. I'm not saying the great tribulation. That's coming. But great trial and tribulation is going to face every one of us in the coming months. 12 to 18 months, we're going to see things we've never imagined seeing in America. It's time to pray. It's time to be straightforward and honest with ourselves and with God about our true condition before him. Jesus is coming again. Do you understand? Our Lord's return is right at the door. I want to read for you as we come to this prayer time. Revelation chapter 6. And when he opened the third seal, I heard the living, third living being saying, You must come and you must look. And behold, a black horse, and the one sitting upon him having a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living beings saying, A quart of wheat for a day's pay, and three quarts of barley for a day's pay. But do not damage the olive, the olive orchard, or the vineyard. I believe there is a great deal of evidence to suggest that we are in the opening right now of the third seal. And that black horse has gone forth with a pair of scales in his hand, and we are going to have a total, in one hour, collapse of the Western economy, the dollar. It's going to happen very quickly, and the stock market is going to crash, some say, as low as two to six thousand dollars from over thirty thousand dollars. I don't know. All I know is what I hear and what I read and those who do know that I trust. We are in the time of the third seal and we are going to have a total readjustment of our economy. It is going to be chaotic. Many will die. Many will not be able to survive. In the Great Depression of 1929 and into the 30s, more than 7 million Americans starved to death. 
I was raised with stories of how Grandma and Grandpa survived, how my father survived. Dad was born in 1901. Surviving was not easy. And then came the Great Wars. Those are spoken of in the second seal. And the first seal has already been opened, I believe. And the League of Nations was formed. That became the United Nations. Utterly evil beast systems. In this third seal, a quart of wheat for a day's pay. A quart of wheat is enough nutrient for one person for one day's work. Or three quarts of barley. It has less nutritional value, and that is the accepted amount necessary for someone to survive. But now we have children to feed out of that. We have family who can't work to feed out of that. It's going to be a very, very tight, difficult time. Then we come to the fourth seal that has not yet opened, but will open very soon. When he opened the fourth seal, I saw the fourth living being saying, You must come and you must look. And behold, a pale horse, and the one sitting on him, the name for him is Death and Hades, was following after with him. And authority was given to him over a fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with famine and with death and by the beasts of the earth. So in the fourth seal, we are in the opening, well along in the opening of the third seal. And when that fourth seal is opened, a fourth of the people of the population of the earth will die. One quarter of the population will die. From pestilence, from war, with famine, and by the wild animals, the beasts of the field. So we come to pray. How shall we pray? Well, certainly we need to pray about our own hearts. Part of what I have to pray about is my own deadness and asking Jesus to quicken by the power of the Holy Spirit that that deadness could be utterly removed from my heart and from my mind and my body. You may recognize there is deadness also in your spirit and in your heart. 
and you would join with me in asking the Lord to remove that. We also need to pray about, Lord, expose the lies of the modern church in America. Uncover the wickedness of the church. Give pastors backbones to lift up a standard of teaching that would call for holiness, righteousness, and deal with this foolishness of the sinning Christian, which is a lie, or once saved, always saved. It is an utter lie. I ask my father in the faith, David Wilkerson, do you believe in once saved, always saved? And he smiled at me and he said, Yes, Ray, I believe in the eternal security of the eternally faithful. Well, I agree with that. There are lies that we've been taught that God's atonement through Jesus on the cross was only for a select few and that everyone else is consigned to hell. They have no choice. Well, that's such a horrendous lie against Jesus who loved the whole world who died that all could be saved if they would turn and repent. We have much to pray about. So I invite you to call right now, 877-534-0780. Let me give you that number again. Jot it down. Pray as the Holy Spirit moves in your heart and prompts you to pray. 877-534-0780. Lord, I come today to pray, to humble my heart before you, recognizing the deadness of my own heart, the deadness of my mind, of my body, of my spirit, and ask that you would totally remove all deadness, that resurrection life in all of its fullness and of its power would flow in me. So, Lord, I come repenting for that deadness and asking to be quickened by your Spirit. Lord, I can't come and pretend as most of the American church is doing. I am utterly disheartened and broken in my spirit and in my heart by the wickedness of the American church. I know we're in great trouble. And I know we've been storing up wrath against the day of judgment. Mighty God of heaven, I plead your mercy today for the American church. And I plead your mercy for my own life and my own heart, for its shallowness and its deadness and its lack of of urgency. Lord, I see such trouble coming upon the American nation. 
upon all Western nations. The threat of nuclear holocaust, the threat of famine, the threat of every evil thing overcoming the righteous. Lord, I plead your mercy today. I plead that revival could come to America and that we could turn from our wicked ways, that we could repent honestly without all of the foolishness, without all of the falseness, with all of the pride and arrogance of the church. Mighty God, I plead your mercy today. We are on a fast track to destruction. I pray you will lift up a standard of teaching in this nation, a standard of righteousness in America, that we would turn from this wicked way and be filled with your Holy Spirit. Lord, please come. I need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. I praise you today. I worship you, Jesus. I thank you for your kindness and your mercy. I pray in your holy name. Amen. We have a caller. Welcome. Please pray. Lord, I pray that you'd have your way in my heart yes. and in in our hearts and in, in, in our churches. I, I pray that you would bring a spirit of conviction. I pray that you would break us of our pride, of indifference, and that you would give us your your power and your burden. Yes. I pray that our hearts would be um, burdened with the things that you are burdened about, and and that we would not just go on casually. I pray for the uh, the faith to wait on you, as as you have told us to always pray and not faint, to keep on asking. And and I know that. It doesn't mean simply short prayers, but you want us to come waiting on you. I pray for the faith for that. Yes. And and Lord, I pray for our, our churches as uh, there's so much, um, I guess, uh, an indifference toward your will and toward righteousness and um it seems like sin is, is not taken that seriously. Even in the decent churches that I've been in, it seems like it's it's just not taken very seriously. It's just um, the way that life is. But, um, they say that sin is just part of life and 
and that is so wrong. Sin separates us from you. So I pray that you would bring um, conviction and, and reveal your true gospel that you call us to be separate from the world, and it is possible by your blood, by your, by your power. Yes. Please, don't let there be excuses. I pray that these excuses would be um, removed, that the strongholds would be broken. Yes. Please, um, please come in power and and bring an awakening that it would be that it would be obvious that it really is um, your work and and not anything by human means. I, I pray that uh, that you would. That you would uh, empower the pastors um, and, and reveal and reveal yourself in a way that that many would come to you and and I pray for the, the many in churches that are uh, they're not born again they haven't uh, realized the um, their condition before you. You want us to come poor in spirit, and we've we've said that we are rich, but we are poor, and we need you. It is only through you that that we can have any goodness at all in ourselves. There is no goodness, <clears throat> and so many are, are trusting in um, in them in themselves. I pray, I pray that you would reveal their condition before you, and of course, all of us. And I, and I pray specifically for for those who are not saved, that they would um, be brought into your kingdom. Please use us. I pray that we would um, that we would see any hindrances that might be keeping us from walking in your power. Please. Please fill us with your spirit. Yes. Pray that you be, be glorified in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, dear sister. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Okay, our phone number in studio is 877-534-0780. Mr. Producer, do we have any calls? Do we? Good, let's take that caller. Welcome. Please pray. Welcome. Please pray. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, you have told us under your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. Father, we just can't praise you enough for the things that you're doing. 
we pray for things uh, many times for many, many years and don't see any progress. But, Father, when we see progress, we know that you're alive and not dead and that you are working. And we thank you for your miracles. And we, thank, we, we, we want to thank you for the things that you're doing behind the scenes that we do not see. And, Father, that you promise never to leave us nor forsake us. And so, yes. therefore, um, you are always with us. And thank you, Father, that you are such a loving and kind God and, and that you uh, are dealing with uh, hearts and lives of our loved ones that we never uh, could think possible. And now we're seeing some fruition. I just thank you, Father, for that. And Lord, today I want to pray for our government. I pray, Father, for all the judicial branches um, and all the wicked laws that have been made. And I pray, Father, that you will uh, tear down these uh, laws and annihilate them and cause them to come to an end. And I pray, Father, that truth and righteousness will reign in America once again. Father, that you will overturn all the evil intentions. And, Father, that you will tear down greed and power and break that power of uh, greed uh, in our in our judicial system. And, Father, in America, and I pray, Father, that you will stop wickedness right in its track. And, Father, um, <laughs> you will arise and your enemies will be scattered. Yes. We want to see uh, a, a breakdown and a renewal. And Father, that brings us to the church because, um, and your bride, uh, because we need to, as a church to be awakened from our slumber and our sleep. And so I pray, Father, uh, I invite you to stir us up, Lord. And Father, that you will forgive us of our apathy and our apostasy. Father, that you will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And I pray, Father, that a spirit of repentance will come upon us so strong that, uh, we'll feel conviction and fall um, under the power of God the way thing, uh, people did in, in the revivals of Charles Finney. I pray that we'll awake um, and wake up, Lord, and that we will weep and we'll cry and mourn <coughs> for our unrighteousness, Lord. And, Father, that we will um, decide and make a, a, a promise to you and a vow to you that we will... Uh, be obedient to you and listen to your voice and uh, walk in your ways. I invite you to come to deal with us today and uh, awaken your people. And I pray that you'll forgive us. And I know, Father, that you will you will purify us and, and make us holy. And I pray, Father, that you will continue this work in our lives. I ask these things now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you, sister. Thank you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. The lines are wide open. You're welcome to call and pray. Mr. Producer, do we have any calls coming? Lord Jesus, we just come. Humbly into your presence, knowing that there has to be a dramatic change, first in those of us who call ourselves Christians, and then, Lord, in our nation. 
that we have stored up great wrath in that day of judgment against us. And I come today knowing that many who listen to this broadcast have been bound up in sin, have been bound up in pain and anguish of body and soul. And I know you are the only one who delivers. And I'm coming today asking for a great deliverance for your people. A great deliverance of the spirit, a removal of the deadness, an awakening of the heart, a conviction. Lord, I come asking today for a great move of your Holy Spirit. And I trust you, Lord, to bring that about quickly, lest we perish in our sin in our deadness. Thank you, Jesus. I pray in your name. Amen. We have another caller. Welcome. Please pray. This world is coming to an end. We know it. Great trial and tribulation Are you there? Yes. Lord, I come to you today asking you to be with me, walk beside me, and show me the ways. Show me what it's going to take to be there on that final day when the trumpets call and we return. I ask that you just lead me and guide me. You know, in so many ways, Lord, I just... Try to do it myself. It's so easy as a human being to do it ourselves. But I don't want to do it by myself anymore, Lord. I want to follow you. I want to do it your way. I want to stand beside you and hold your hand. Yes. I want to speak your name, tell people <clears throat> of your goodness. Tell people of just how great you are. If I read the Bible, Lord, I see so many great things, and I learn every day. And I want you to continue to keep keep me learning, Lord. Let the Holy Spirit start speaking to my heart. Let the Holy Spirit enter into my life. Fill me with a boldness and with the strength, Lord, to carry on and do what you want us to do. You want us to go out and tell people about you. Tell people about this kingdom that's coming, Lord. Kingdom that's got streets of gold and big mansions and stuff. And we just want to be there, Lord, for that kingdom. When you do return and set up your reign, Lord, I want to be there. And the only way I can get there is through you and by you. And I ask you today, Lord, change me. Make me different, Lord. Let me see, let me feel this change. Let me feel the Holy Spirit. And let me be bold and speak and pray. Let me talk to people. Let me tell them just what I'm learning about you, Lord. You're great. We love you, Lord. And I praise you in your most precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother.
God bless. God bless you. 877-534-0780. Maybe you've never called and prayed on the air. Don't be afraid. Just call and talk to a friend. That's what prayer is. Opening the heart to God is to a friend. Call and be serious and pray. And ask him for what you need. What do you need today? I need him to remove all deadness from my heart, from my spirit, from my body. I need him to come and do a total work in the church. I'm heartbroken over what I see coming upon the American church. Many are going to be lost. Many will not repent. Many will live with the lies that they believed. And they'll be swept away. We need the Holy Spirit. And we need to pray. So call right now, 877-534-0780. And add your voice to the chorus here in Washington, D.C. We're streaming live on YouTube. And if you haven't subscribed, please do so. And we're also live on 780 AM, being heard all over the Washington metro area. It's a great opportunity for you to pray for Washington, D.C. and for the church. Would you call now? 877-534-0780. Lord, part of this deadness that I've begun to speak about is the deadness in your people's heart that they have no motivation, no eagerness to come into your presence and pray for themselves or for others. It's all very private and very, very dead. Lord, I'm pleading with you to pour life into your people and give your people the courage to truly pray, to forget about themselves and pray. Lord, the phone line should be jammed with Christians saying, I've got to pray for Washington. I've got to pray for my my family. I've got to repent before God. Lord, we're dead. The church is, is dead in Washington and in America. We have followed the pleasant lies of our culture. And it's time for that to be washed away, and for you to give us, again, the primitive church, the New Testament, the accountability, the righteousness. Lord, please come. I know you will. I stand by faith on what you've promised me. And many, many, many years ago, you promised me revival here in this place. 
in Woodbridge, Virginia, in Washington, D.C. Lord, please come and change what's happening. Take away our deadness. Thank you, Lord. I pray in your mighty name. Amen. Well, our phone number is 877-5-0780. Would you call and pray now? I want to invite you also to come in and pray in person with the National Prayer Chapel. Our announced time of beginning is 10 a.m., but we're really realistically beginning to pray at 20 or, or quarter of the hour and then pray until we're finished and then have some time for singing some hymns and then have time to open the Word of God. I invite you to come. If you're in the Washington metro area and you know you need to deal with your heart, you know you're not going to deal with it where you're at, whether that's a streaming church, wherever that is. So I invite you to come. Go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com nationalprayerchapel.com. You'll find directions. And if you if you need to call for directions, you can do that. Well, our time is going by very quickly, and the phone lines are all wide open for you. 877-537-1080. Zero seven eight zero. Would you call and would you pray? It's not a time to talk. It's a time to pray. Eight seven seven five three four zero seven eight zero. Lord, as I look at this book of Revelation, it's beginning to make a great deal more sense because I see happening in the physical world what you have described in your inspired writing by the Apostle John as he wrote down what you gave him. And Lord, it's apparent that we are in the third seal and that a great financial reset is coming. A crash is coming. And a man will work for a full day, or a woman will work for a full day for enough food for one person. Lord, I don't know how people can survive and pay their rent, pay their their mortgage, pay for their car. Lord, it's going to be a time of great trauma very shortly in this nation just in the coming weeks or months, 
<clears throat> Lord, we're going to see great trauma. And many are going to be utterly hopeless. And many are going to die. Lord, I plead today that you would bring a change in the nation and in the church. I pray, Lord, that all of the chasing after the American dream will stop for the church. I see even yet churches building great edifices in the Washington metro area, spending millions of dollars, going deeply in debt, with pastors and leaders who are blind to the times. I see churches being sold because they're empty, being taken over as mosques, because the congregation could not afford to pay the mortgage. And they were repoed by the bank. Lord, I already see the signs of what's coming, and I know it's going to accelerate and become much worse. And I know your judgment is going to come first in the house of your people. And I come today asking that our deadness and our resistance could be removed. I come asking for revival. Lord, I know many who might tune in briefly to this radio broadcast would say, this pastor is crazy. None of what he says is going to happen. But Lord, I pray that as it begins to happen, you will awaken your people to the terrible situation they're in. And that our hearts would, of one accord, turn to you, Jesus. And that we would seek after you with all of our hearts. That we would hunger after you, Jesus. As my brother prayed, Lord, we want you. We want to be filled with your presence and your power. Lord, we want you. We want to know you and be filled with your presence. We're not going to play church anymore. Lord, many who listen are not grounded. They don't know where they belong. They don't have a place. They don't have a people that they belong to. They just wander around like wandering stars. I pray, Lord, you'll ground your people in a body where they can grow and mature and learn your ways. <clears throat> Lord, enroll your people in the school of the Holy Spirit. Let your name be glorified. Lord, let your name be lifted up. You are the gracious God of heaven. You are the King, the Redeemer. You are full of love and mercy and kindness. Slow to anger. Forgiving our sins from generation to generation. 
Lord, I plead your blood for every person listening to this broadcast. I bind depression and fear and sickness in the name of Jesus Christ. I ask for the fullness of the Holy Spirit to come upon your people. Lord, you are, you are everything to us. But we've been blinded by the lies. We've been blinded by our own lust. We've been blinded by the sorrows of our heart. We've been blinded by our own desires. Lord, would you come and set things right in our hearts and in our minds and in our churches? Would you come, Jesus, and set things right? Would you dismiss the hirelings? Would you dismiss the foolish who refuse to repent? Would you remove them from your church and cast them out? That, Lord, you could have a church without spot or blemish, a people clean and pure before you by your blood, not by works, but by faith in your blood. Lord, please come. Please come. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we have a few minutes left. Time for maybe one more call quickly. 877 And I'm very concerned because some of you are just Heart of heart. You're caught in your own, your own sin, your own darkness. I refuse to be caught in my darkness. I cast it out in the name of Jesus. And I say, Lord, I will serve you. I will follow you. I will belong to you. No matter how I feel or what I think. It's what you think and what you feel that I treasure. Let's try to get two callers in very quickly. Yes, put one through. Welcome. Please pray. Yes, dear Lord, we come before you humbly through the precious blood of the Lamb, through a new and living way. Dear God, although you died on the cross on Calvary 2,000 years ago, it's still fresh today because it was an eternal work. And Lord, I lift up the church in America to you today, and I agree with Pastor Ray, Lord. May we all be under the blood. May we all be walking in the blood, because, Lord, you've helped us to enter into that straight, narrow path. Straight is the gate, and narrow is the way that leadeth unto life. And few there be that find it, dear God, and help us, Lord, to find that straight, narrow path. 
that we yes. can enter into your kingdom with joy, enter into your kingdom in an, in an abundant entrance, even as the Apostle Peter said. And Lord, we ask you to help us in this moment, God, that we could wake up, wake up and smell the coffee, as it were, in terms of the days that we're living in, the time that we're living in, the last days, Lord. And Father, that we would be bold in your name uh, to declare your truth, to declare uh, uh, the Word of God to declare uh, the prophetic truth that is in your Word in this moment, dear Lord, oh God, and that we would truly repent and be, be purified and sanctified yes. in your sight, dear Lord, not before men, but, it, but in your sight, Lord, that we would be holy and blameless and undefiled before your holy throne today. God, I lift up the church in America today to you, Lord, and I ask you, Father God, to set us ablaze once again, as it was in days past, Lord, when men uh, and women uh, of God would stand up and to declare, thus saith the Lord, and put a word in our mouth, Lord, put a word in someone's mouth, God, that would catch the attention, dear God, of the leaders of this nation and grip them under the influence of divine power and persuasion in this moment. And Lord, I ask you, Father God, for your grace and your mercy to touch your church in this moment, Lord, that we would wake up and God declare and uh, enter into that place of rest, Lord, that we would labor to enter into that place of rest. And God, it would be an ease. There would be an ease in the glory. There would be an ease to uh, do your will. Thy will be done. God, even as uh of the Lord Jesus pressed in in the Garden of Gethsemane. Lord, it wasn't an easy place, but once he pressed in and pressed through, uh, he was uh, resolute to surrender to the will of God. How much more, God, do we have to press in so that our wills can be uh, uh, put aside, that our wills can be crucified, that our wills could decrease, God? Pray the decrease uh, in our lives. You would increase. I pray the increase of God over the church, Lord, and in in your body, dear Lord, in this hour, that we would decrease, that you would increase, and that the increase of God would be seen and felt, and that there would be a tangible manifestation of your anointing in this moment that would destroy yokes and break bondages. And we give you praise and thanks, Lord, that you're going to raise us up in this moment. You said the glory of the latter house would be greater than the glory of the former. And Lord, we're declaring that word today. We're holding on to that truth, Lord, that the glory of the latter house, the, in the church in these days, would be greater than that even of the former church, Lord, which is hard to imagine as we look at the book of Acts. But you said it, and we receive it by faith, and we thank you for it today, God. And we bless your holy name. And we ask you, Lord, for your will to be done. Your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God. God bless you, dear brother. Thank you. Bless you, we, Pastor Ray. We have one more caller. Let's get them in very quickly. Welcome. Please pray. Dear Lord, help me today. Here at this moment, give me the right words to say as I'm a little nervous. Dear God, I'm a very sick person, and I struggle with severe health issues, as many other callers have mentioned in the past. And pray for this dear lady that called last week that had the person that was very sick. 
And God, we just pray for you to come and help us, help your body, help the church. I ask you to bless Pastor Ray's ministry here. But I would like to share about the deadness, that it's easy to get rid of the deadness if we look at the time we have left on earth and we see all these young people around here that yet have never heard the gospel. I see them everywhere when I go to doctor's appointments, at the gas station, at stores, in the parking lots. God, you know I put tracks in my pocket. I get the cartoon tracks, the chick tracks, because people will read them. And I share them everywhere I go. And God, I'm not bragging on myself, you know me, but I witness to more people than many pastors and other Christians that I know. I don't know anybody that witnesses to people as much as I do. And I'm a very sick person. And I think it's easy to be in revival. It's exciting to be out there to reach people. And I have a burden. I have a tremendous burden to reach people. Yes. I would urge everyone to read Daniel 12.3 about the wise that will shine like the brightness of the firmament as the stars forever and ever. Many that turn, people that turn many to righteousness. God, you spoke this scripture to my heart. This is the call of God on my life. And God, it's easy to do if we will submit to you and have a burden for people and just love people wherever we go. It's easy to reach people with the gospel, and we can do it. I do it all the time myself. And as I say, I'm not bragging on this radio station. God, oh God, we need to do things with an eternal purpose. I want to reward.